Fridays and Sundays, 6 to 7 a.m. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. It's uh, 33 minutes after 10 on uh, 104 to 107 Nationwide and DSTV Channel 814. ATMers, it's time for Mindful Wednesdays. We are speaking to Africa's number one professional inspirational speaker and our very own A-team inspirational speaker talking about the map of money consciousness. Billy Silikane, thank you once again for joining us. Hey, good evening and good evening to your beautiful listeners. It's always a pleasure having you. So last week, uh, we started off with the five key pointers um, when it comes to the map of money consciousness. Quickly, for the benefit of those who were not tuned in, tell us what those five pointers are without elaborating much. And then let's move on to the next five. All right. At the bottom of the food chain, which is level number one, it was blame, despair, and apathy, which I call APB. Then level two was fear and anxiety. Level three, desire and craving. Level four, and an aggression. And we ended at level five, which was courage and optimism. So those were the five that we spoke about uh, last week. And now we're going to finish the conversation by focusing on the number six going upwards. Let's go for it. All right. So now... Remember when we spoke, we were at level five. We talked about courage and, optimi- and optimism. And I said it begins from learning to appreciate who you are, your self-worth. Now, I want to add just a little bit onto self-worth. You know, if you go into the biblical text, you know, Apostle Paul says, I've learned to be the same when I have more and when I have less, and I've learned to be the same in both circumstances. So basically what he said, he said, his self-esteem is not driven by what he has or what he does not have. He lives a consistent life. Now, when we talk about appreciation and gratitude, it means when you want to shift now to the, to, to the level six, you've got to understand that you cannot be a circumstantially happy person. What do I mean by circumstantially happy? When it's month end, you're happy for a few hours. After your money has visited your bank account and it has disappeared, you go back to your normal, you become depressed, you become angry, you, you, you shoot back to level number one. Now, <laughs> Oh, boy, do we know a lot of those people. <laughs> I promise you. It's, I mean, some, you don't need to look at the calendar. You just need to look at the few people's behavior. Yeah, you can true. tell it's month end. True. And you don't even need to look at the calendar. You can tell that it's two days after month end because hey. their demeanor changes. You know, for the day that it was month end and two days after... Chocolate cheese, not the same kind of person. Mm, mm. Yeah. So level six speaks about satisfaction and trust. Now, here is when you're beginning to understand that you can't chase money. You have to, to search for the essence of your being, your, 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 your purpose. And once you get to that place where you understand why you were born, the way you were born, in the country that you were born, in the race that you are in, in the gender that you are in, when you begin to search for your reason, you know, the French, they call it raison d'être, the reason that you are alive. Once you begin to focus on, on, on purpose, now remember what it does for you. It gets into a place where you trust the process. Because life is a process. Life is not a, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And we'll go through different ages in our lives. And remember, we're juxtaposing this with the levels of consciousness. So now... You have shifted from force, which is pulls downwards. You're moving into power, but positive power, which begins from the, from the space of peak performance without stress. So now you're living a life that is driven by reason. 
Okay? That's your level number six. Now, once you're at level number six, naturally, you are able to shift into this next level, which is amazing. This is where acceptance, forgiveness, and giving begins to happen naturally. You know, where you're stepping out of your own cocoon with much more passion and much more direct and dance than you had when you were at other lower levels, which means you now go back and say, I've got to accept who I am. I've got to forgive myself first before I forgive others because it's easy for us to live externally and not internally to blame the education, to blame the government, to blame the economy, to blame your teachers, your mother. Now, when you get into this level number seven, because you're now living a passionate life and a direct life, forgiveness begins with you. If for the past, if you're 30 and for the past whatever years you have walked a different path that was not congruent to where you're going, because remember, step six, you are discovering your purpose and begin to live from it. When you get into this place, you get into the space of aha, where you say, you know what? I am not blaming anybody else. I'm taking responsibility. First, I'm forgiving myself. And secondly, I'm forgiving those that I had wrongfully blamed for the state of my life. And once you get into that level, then something magical happens. You begin to become a giving person. Now, giving, usually people make a mistake of associating giving with money in the sense that I can't give because I don't have money. But this giving is a high-level giving. It's where you give of yourself. You know, they say, what, what can a man gain when he give of the, of the objects of the world? But how great can he be or she be when they give of themselves? Mm, mm. You know, so now you show up for other people because you, you, you've been through these levels. You understand where they are. When you meet somebody who's, who's, who's angry, who's, who's got a question, you understand where they come from. Now, what you give to them, if you, you give them love and support, which is uh, it's not driven by any uh, return that you want. So you, you give without expectation. Now, that is the highest level of giving. And, and certainly too many of us, uh, we want to apply the law of, of sowing and reaping with immediate effect, you know, like we do with our levels in South Africa. They say, now we're at level what, 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 with immediate effect. <laughs> so, most, so most people have this thing that when you reap now, you're going to sow the next day. That's not how it works. So that's level number seven. Now, level number seven, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. It gives you a clear entry into the process I call RAW, R-A-W, where you understand the reasons for your previous levels, where abstraction becomes something that you accept. What I'm talking about abstraction, you know, in, in the East, there's a, a, a concept called Wu Wei. It means in action. Now, it means you understand that there are certain things that you can push for them to happen, and there are certain things you must allow to happen. Where abstraction doesn't scare you, but you embrace it. And when you move from reason to uh, embracing abstraction, you get into the space of wisdom. Now your life has meaning because you are now wise. And by the way, wisdom goes with, with many years. Of, of, of doing things not in a way that benefits you. And then later on, that's why they say hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty. When you are at level eight, you are now wiser. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. You, so, so therefore, you see meaning in life. Mm. You don't search for things anymore. You search for meaning. And I work with a lot of executives and, and a lot of organizations. And most people nowadays, actually pre-COVID, and it's still happening now, 
They never left one organization to go to another organization because they were going to get paid more. They left one organization and went to another because that new organization gave their life meaning. You know, so what they did, the work that they were doing every day was much more higher than the monetary reward that they were getting out. Because they understand now that it's no longer about money because they have now walked this map, you know, from one level to the other. And they've also, you know, raised their level of consciousness where they are now, when you're at level number eight, you are almost at a level where you operate from love. Now, love is not a noun, but it's a verb. We don't talk about love. We express it in the actions. So when you love somebody, you, you don't say, it, I love you, and, you know, that's it. You, you act towards that, you know. And even actually, we express love at the lowest of our human expectation. That's why some people call love an act of will. You act it out because you need you need to do it, and there's a need for you to do it. So that's level number eight. Now, now yeah. before you go further, on level number eight, how important is it for one to be at this level, having passed all the other levels, but also having some sort of self-realization or self-actualization? Because if you are acting from love, that love needs to stream from somewhere. You, you know what, you're just one step ahead of us because level eight is self-actualization. Mm. Level nine, level nine. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, I don't have your book, I don't have your notes, but I suppose we are, we, are, we are in sync. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. You know, they say birds of a feather. You know, I always make a joke and say, me and you, we speak normal English. We'd say birds of a birds of the same feather flock together, you mm-hmm. know. But I have a gentleman who's a soccer coach in South Africa who speaks the most amazing English. Instead of saying this statement so simply, he would say that uh, or species of the same plumage oscillate in unison. All right, all right. All right, now when you get to level nine, which is self-actualization, it's where joy and love occupy the same space. You know, because when you when you're in this space where you are allowing the universe or God or Allah or whatever you believe in, the high intelligent, you're allowing them to mold you, you know, to, to, to shift your energy, to shift your consciousness. When you get into this level, you are allowing the essence and the truth which is inside of you, which has been inside of you from the day that you were conceived, to now begin to shine. And once that shines something magical happens. You now become a magnet for money. By the way, when you're at this level nine, you're shifting from seeing money for the purity of, of it being just an instrument. You're now shifting into a place of wealth creation. Now, wealth creation, it's a complete different game, but it finds its expression from level nine because Wealth can never be quantified by the money anymore, but it's quantified by the impact and contribution and legacy of your life. And a lot of people tend to think that legacy happens after you die. No, sadly, legacy happens while it's still happening, while it's still alive. The things that you do every day, the people that you impact, you know, the lives that you change, those things happen while you're here. And when you're gone, we're reminiscent and looking at the things that you've done that are still alive when you're not there. 
but the, the creation of wealth it's not even the creation of wealth you know it's, it's the attraction of wealth because you know one of the greatest uh, teachers the late jim rowan he once said you cannot achieve your goals but you grow into your goals and that is a complete different conversation because most of us think i'm setting goals that i must chase them he says you can't chase your goals you have to grow into your goals, which means there must be some fundamental change that happens in your life. And once that change happens, you realize the things that you've always desired have always been there. But it was you who had not changed, not transformed to be able to partake of those things that you, you wanted to partake on in life, be it a nice car, a big house, travel around the world, all those kind of things. Remember, when we're at level three, it was craving. You know, I'm not wealthy, I'm desiring and I want and then anger and aggression, but now you are self-actualizing. So things are happening in a natural way. Mm, mm. I love this level. I really yeah. love this level. It's, it's the level, I think, when we started last week, we spoke about, you know, uh, seeking and attracting this, yeah. uh, this money. And this mm. is where you just attract things. Yeah, absolutely. And clearly, that's where we all want to be. We all want to be at this level where we can just attract money um, for all our needs. And, and it would be nice to get it for our wants as well. Well, remember it, it is said that you will, men will bring unto your bosom enough for your needs and for the needs of others. So when you self-actualize, you understand the fundamental truth that, uh, you know, buying a new watch means nothing. Because six o'clock is still six o'clock in the old watch, with the old watch. However, paying for somebody else's education, paying for somebody else's, you know, health, sowing a seed in somebody else's dream, those things becomes the natural responses that you have towards life and people. Because you're not defined by things anymore, you know. I mean, I have, I have a nine-year-old boy, and the other time he came and he was counting my ties. He said, oh, Dad, you've got so many ties. And he, I said, wow, I didn't know I have so many ties. It was crazy. I mean, when he told me the number, I thought, oh, my God, what am I doing with so many ties? <laughs> <laughs> and I said to myself, this is crazy. I must give away these ties, you know? So, so you know, metric dads and all those kind of things. I'm going to give guys that go for interviews. I'm going to, so I need to give, you know, because I'm just, you know, because just by by somebody looking at, the things, because I am no longer defined by those things, you know. There are times for me that I wear for convenience when I go and do business and stuff like that. And and the other day, uh, somebody said to me, man, you always dress in ties. Why? You know. <laughs> and I said to him, that's a very good question. And, you know, I, I grew up with, with a sense that says you've got to be presentable, you've got to show people you respect them. And through the, 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 the world's uh, rules, it's always a, a man must wear a nice suit and a tie and whatever. And I've been asking myself this question. Is that how the true a- expression of who I am is in my suits and in my ties? You know, or is there a different expression of who I should be and who I am and who I'm becoming? Because remember, Patricia, we're always becoming. You know? yeah. It's always yeah. a journey. We never arrive at this thing, you know, because... I, I keep saying to people that uh, we are, remember that we're spiritual beings experiencing a physical existence. When this tent that we're carrying has got no ability to carry the spirit, the spirit continues on, you know, and the tent, you know, goes back to where it comes from. So therefore, we are consistently in this journey of becoming. 
Very and true. in the in the journey of becoming change and transformation has to happen consistently. So with this particular level, do does it take a person of a certain age to get there? Because it doesn't seem like it's something that is um, easy to come by. I, I can't imagine a 25-year-old being able to reach this level. Well, you know, you must understand that uh, most of the world, most of the society in the world, lives live their life based on a program which was designed to turn them into slaves for the production of goods for a very few people. However, there are people who have a very early awakening in their lives, you know, and and, and sometimes it's, it's got very little to do with age, but has everything to do with the closeness that we are to to the to the creator, you know, to to the owner of this, the, the, the designer, you know, God. There are people who have, have started businesses at the age of 18. I mean, Warren Buffett started investing at the age of 11. <laughs> and that's all he's done in his life. He's always been an investor. So just imagine, he woke up at the age of 11. And by the way, if you look at his life, if you if you are not told that the guy that you're standing next to is Warren Buffett, you'll never know. He dresses ordinary clothes, he drives the same car, lives in the same house that he, he, you know, he, he bought many, many years ago. He used to own one of the biggest private jet companies in the world, but it's fly economy. So things did not, I mean, his, his plan is to give away all his money. So you can see that he was awake at the age of 11. I mean, tell me, an 11-year-old kid in those years who just became an investor, how does it happen? It happens because their level of consciousness woke up much earlier than everybody else. And by the way, this is all he did. Warren Buffett has never done anything else except becoming an investor. There are many, there are many such people. You know, you, you go out there, you find out this person started their own first business at the age of, you know, 14 or 15. And they have been self-actualized. And most of these men and women, it's only, not only men, men and women, is they, they don't define themselves by the titles that we give them. That, oh, I'm a billionaire. Warren Buffett never says that. Warren Buffett never says I'm a billionaire. He does not need to say it. Like Margaret Thatcher said, if you are a lady, you don't have to tell people that you are. Mm-hmm. But if you do, then you are not. Hmm. You know, so if you're successful, you don't need to tell people I'm successful. People will see and they will know. But if you tell them that you're successful, then we should be suspicious of you. So this happens at many, many levels. And by the way, Colonel Sanders, at the age of 65, <laughs> started Kentucky. You know, was he late? No, he was not late. It was his time, all the years that he's been going through these levels, it was lessons that was being taught. Nelson Mandela became a president in 72, Barack Obama at 45. Was Barack Obama early, Nelson Mandela late? No. It was at the level of consciousness that they were in for them to contribute to the world in the way that they've done. I mean, we've got people like Michael Jackson. I mean, if you, if you, if you intimately know Michael Jackson's story, you know, his, his mother would say that when, when he was six or, six, six or seven months, they used to have a washing machine in the basement, and the mother would take him in the basement, and she would use the washing machine. And because the, the machine was old, it would make a very funny sound. And Michael Jackson would rhythmically dance to the sound of the washing machine at the age of six months or seven months. And what did Michael Jackson do all his life? Sing and dance. So some get it early, some struggle to get it, some never get it. 
Well, that's a level that I'd love to just uh, ensure that I reach. And I know there's another level above that. But before we okay. go to it, let's go to Jay, who's holding on the line. Atima Jay, good evening. Uh, good evening to you, Patricia, and good evening to our guests. Yes, uh, raising our level of consciousness, as uh, our guests spoke about, and you spoke about attracting that money, okay, literally and figuratively. Now, raising consciousness is what I've learned, what uh, basically right from an early stage of my life, my dad said, whatever we do, we must do it very, very truthfully, with sincere duty that's expected of us. So in that level, he said, we will not feel guilty in any way that we faltered and cheated person that we are delivering to and to ourselves. So with the result, you ask at what age? Right. I will say it takes practically lifetime to do that. When you start at a young age, when I say lifetime, by the time you are 35, you will realize at what level we are at. I will give you a very uh, quick, uh, it happened to me. I was rushing and waiting for my granddaughter to come for me to give her a present, a, a, a earring at a jeweler shop. They were late. And I'm talking to the sales lady and I said, I've got to go and deliver all these groceries that we raised for the underprivileged and my the transport will leave me and I won't be able to deliver. And I was so very, very upset because it was the height of unemployment. And not realizing I was so vocal that I didn't know. A person just tapped me on my shoulder and he said, you know what, You when you get home, you read this. Anyway, I just pushed it in my bag and then that very person came and told me, you know what, don't worry. I've got my driver here. He's not doing anything. He will do all the deliveries for you. Just like that. Wow. And know when I got home, that evening, it was a whole lot. My lounge was completely full. And I said, you know what? This gentleman gave me a, a, a little booklet. Let me, you know, I'm, I got to rest now and have a cup of tea. Patricia, up until today, I just couldn't believe that that happened. When I opened it, it was an envelope. In that envelope was 5,000 rands. Wow. What a heartwarming story, Jay. Yeah. You, know, you keep attracting the right you, things. That went a long way in raising community, groceries, underprivileged people were really, really in my area where I am now surrounded by our South African, African families. I tell you, we had a Christmas in May. Mm. We had a Christmas <laughs> in May. Wow. And I never, ever, that's raising consciousness and being sincere and loving and executing your duty that you want to go forward not for yourself, not attracting the money for yourself, but that kind of a thing you want to share with the rest of the world that will make you happy. And at this age and stage of my life, even if I just drop dead, I know my soul uh, is really satisfied. Thank you I very much, Jay. Thank you. What wow, a heartwarming what a story. story. So, Billy, story. because of time, we've only got three minutes left. Please take us to the, the next, uh, yeah, next level. Level number 10 is the most amazing one, is illumination. 
the disappearance of material desires, purpose is effortlessly supported. Now you are at, an, at a level of, well, and some people would call it sage, some people would call it savant, but you are at that level where you're just glowing, you're just this beautiful energy that just commands things to happen. You know, you don't attract anymore, you command, you know? And, and, and it goes back to this thing that says, from everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. When you're at this level, you now, at the subconscious level, command things to happen for other people. You know, you're at a level where you can, Patricia, this is amazing, where you can heal people, literally heal people, because that's the essence of who we are. When we get to the space, because at the illumination, it's when your will and the will of God is consistently congruent. Sure. And when you get to that level, it's a beautiful place. You're soaring without wings. Yes. Ah, it's a beautiful, beautiful My place. goodness. So, Billy, just for those who are currently feeling down and they feel, mm, I don't know how I'm going to lift myself to get to this level, just give them a word of encouragement, please. Well, Patricia, here's the deal. Each and every one of us has been endowed with gifts and talents. And when we allow our world outside to overwhelm us, we forget that, that, that we were given this powerful gift of life. So close the noise out. Close the noise. Don't look at statistics. Don't look at the news for two days and focus inside of you. You'll be surprised at how much you have inside to transform your life. Absolutely. Absolutely, Billy. Please give us contact details for our A-teamers who want to be walked through this journey of um, the money consciousness map. Uh, my email is pa at com. On Facebook, Bilisilikane, LinkedIn, Bilisilikane, Instagram, Bilisilikane underscore speaks. Simple as that. Bilisilikane, it's always a pleasure. Looking forward to our next session on our Mindful Wednesdays. Thank you, ma'am. Sure, A-teamers, uh, that last level, right, is the level I'd love to get to, where you glow, radiate, healing, love, attracting all good things. And I suppose if it's something that's in your consciousness and it's something that's a desire, it's something that you'll eventually um, acquire. So let's, let's keep reaching for the stars. I know times are tough, but we should always be optimistic and desire the higher self. So it's a minute before 11. We'll go to Mudu in a moment to get the final news bulletin. Then straight after that, it's time for Closet Conversations. Dr. Um, Preeti Ramlan is going to be joining us and uh, talking about hematospermia. Yeah, you, you can tell that it has something to do with something down there. And I really want to know what it is and uh, what risk factors are there for um, people who might have this condition. So keep tuned in. It's 11 o'clock now. Let's go to Mudupi Mahalimela. Hola.